my Heidi my Kitane Hotaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman here. By the way, be prepared for a few roadwork closures in Auckland's motorways overnight, including State Highway 1, Southern Motorway northbound between Ramarama and Drury. That's from 9pm tonight. Today, agricultural emissions will be charged at the lowest price possible. The government works out a compromise that just after four on the panel. Also, some principals have spoken out about a rapidly declining interest in principalship. What does it take to become a school principle that on the panel also today the christmas ham where does it actually come from it's trickier to find out than you think does it matter to you where it comes from and with massive infrastructure projects upcoming some lay out a case to return to the old ministry of works model we muse on that also on the panel i read this a bbc host tweeted once again My husband has come into the living room and turned on the big light. Once again, I am divorcing him quietly in my head and building a new lamp-filled life for myself in Scandinavia. Are you a big light person or a lamp person? I cannot stand having the big light on. I would take them out if I could. I'm just saying, what about you? Text me 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co. With me this afternoon, Professor Ella Henry, Director of Māori Advancement at Business School, AUT. Professor Henry, kia ora. Lovely to have you back in. Kia ora. Lovely to see you and Very to be good. here in the studio. Lovely surprise. And it feels like so long, doesn't it, huh? <laughs> We've been living in a wasteland yeah. of digital relationships Haven't for we? far too long. Also today, Phil O'Reilly, Global Business Leader and MD of Iron Duke Partners, who I believe is in Wellington. Phil, kia ora. Great to see you. Uh, great yes. to see you. And I'm, I'm still here in Wellington. It's a beautiful day. Very good. Now, what did you buy on Trade Me this year? What did you most love? The most viewed auction of all time is still, let me remind you, the handbag that Tana Umanga used to hit Chris Meso over the head with in a pub in Christchurch. That was 2006. One million views. Turning to this year, though, the most viewed list is out. In at second place was Matt's DIY Spot, a spa in the shape of a boat, labour of love apparently. Then you had the last can of Black V, 280 bucks. That in Auckland with us. And to tell us more, Millie Sylvester, trade me spokesperson. Kia ora, Millie. Kia ora. Are you constantly surprised by what people list? We are always surprised. I've, you know, I've been at Trade Me now six years and I still can't believe what makes our list of the most viewed. But there is kind of one common thread, I think, that comes through with our most viewed listings of the year. And it's always a little bit of Kiwi ingenuity and, you know, it, listings that make you have a laugh. And Ella, um, nothing says Kiwi ingenuity than a spa boat, right? Oh, a spout. <laughs> I, 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 and I saw the fo- image of it because I was led to yeah. look at it. And I thought, because I'm somebody that goes to trade me just to buy what I need. I don't browse. I'm not a window Same. shopper. Um, so I don't even know about this hidden world of interesting spouts and other things. And I looked at it and I thought, you know what? That's a blooming good idea. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we've got an old dingbat in the backyard and a bit of a blow-up spa in the garage. I might be doing a bit of spouting myself this summer. I, <laughs> I could see you, Phil, 
Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You'd be, you'd be a you're a spa man. You're a oh, boat man. My huh? word! Show us your bowsprit. I mean, I would just be <laughs> right into that. I must say, as long as there's no rivets and no That's leaks, right. you, actually, you could do the Titanic thing, couldn't you? You could do that at the end of the spa bath. You could be up there doing the old, you know, you know, my life will go on, love will go on, all that sort of stuff. You could, yeah. you could do that. I could I could be Leonardo DiCaprio. I look like him. Maybe, just maybe. You can, and and you know, not even could you be Leonardo DiCaprio. You've got a wicked light show. You've got apparently a sound system and oh, a built-in cooler for man. a beer or two. So you've <laughs> is, is there all that as well? There's all. Are you kidding me? Well. It's a bastion of the bourgeoisie. I tell you. Okay, look, um, Millie, you, you, you go on about the kiwiana. You go on about the big carrot. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't see anything to like about this fella carrot, frankly, but. The top entry was a late entry. Tell us. It was a very late entry. It popped up last week and it skyrocketed to first place very, very quickly. The top spot was taken out by a framed and signed parliamentary transcript of Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern calling ACT Party leader David Seymour an arrogant prick. Now, this just has really gained so much traction on site. It's astounding. It's had 400 thousand views in the six days it's been on site and it's still got a day to go can you believe that I think it's wonderful. It makes me so proud of New Zealand politics at, at a time when in Australia and, yeah. you know, our, our like-minded countries, Britain and, and the United States, where they're so horrid to each other. We have two people at the opposite end of the political spectrum who get together after having a bit of a spat in the, in the parliament and decide to turn it into something really positive. I just think that's a bit of Kiwi ingenuity as well. Yeah, kia ora, Actually, let's focus on that because we talked about bipartisanship yesterday on the panel, particularly in American politics, Phil, but here you have an example of what actually was a very negative story which went around the world, but here you've got uh, an item which is going for nearly a hundred grand, David Seymour and Jacinda Ardern getting together, and isn't that the spirit of the season. Exactly, and, I, and I, I'm with her on that. I, not only was it cool that the two politicians did it, and there was a great shot of David clearly in his holiday shorts and Jacinda in the prime ministerial red outfit, you know, there was a photo of them together. But the fact, to this point, that New Zealand has all, all laid into it, all got to do it, you know, they'll watch the thing and they've bid 100,000 bucks for some signatures. I mean, it's extraordinary stuff. So not only were the politicians up for making a bit of a joke about it and, and uh, you know, getting on with it and being friends together about it, but the whole of New Zealand supported that. I just think that's wonderful. A great Christmas spirit story. Yeah, so tell me, Millie, apparently, so this auction <clears throat> of this um, arrogant prick thing, uh, that hasn't finished, has it? No, so that actually closes tomorrow. So it's still got some time. And as you said, the current bid is $100,000 and all of that money is going to the Prostate Cancer Foundation. So, you know, it's just such a beautiful story that's really all come together on site, which is just awesome. In terms of political paraphernalia, do you think that'll set some sort of record? It has already set a record, in fact. So if we look at our most viewed of all time, you mentioned the Tana Umanga handbag. That's still number one. But this is now coming in at our sixth most viewed auction of all time. So this is definitely <laughs> the the most popular political item to ever appear on Trade Me. We might talk about the value of uh, political items tomorrow. It's so interesting. So and the, remind us, what time does the auction finish tomorrow? 
So that one closes at 1.05pm tomorrow. So I'm sure there'll be lots of people uh, tuning in to see what the, what the final bid on that one is. And it'll be the most New Zealanders ever to read Hansard. <laughs> ha! Good on you, Phil. <laughs> Good for you. Hey, Maliku. Hey, by the way, what else? Give, give us one other thing that was in the top 10 uh, this year. What else was there? Yes, so perhaps um, one of my favourite ones, which, you know, we've seen a lot of COVID-related items appear, particularly over the past few years, but someone decided to list a real-life rat called COVID. Not a rat test, a real-life rat. That came in at number six, and the rat sold for $205. There you go. Very good. Thanks, Millie Kiora. Thank you for that. Uh, That's Millie Sylvester, the uh, Trade Me spokesperson. So that uh, auction is taken off. Very nice. All right. Uh, It is time for I've Been Thinking. Uh, Professor Ella Henry, take it away. Okay. So uh, there's all this guffin stuff going on about the Harry and Meghan documentary, and I'm certainly no royalist by any means. I haven't even watched all of it. I watched a little bit of it from the daughter the other day, the first episode, and it seemed, you know, like them talking about their lives. But what really got me thinking was the level of hatred and vile statements that have been made, and particularly recently Jeremy Clarkson, uh, you know, appalling things, wishing violence upon a woman, um, whoever she is and whatever role she's in, really shows me how the British media, certain segments of it, not all of it, because there's been a huge backlash to Clarkson's comments. Including from his own including daughter. Including his own it daughter. It was the lowest of Fabulous. the low. It was a disgrace what he said. Absolutely. But the thing is, what it shows is that there is still a strand of the British media that in many ways maintains the hegemony of the ruling class. You know, so Anybody that's an enemy of royalty is an enemy and a treasonous monster and, and you can say anything you like about them. And that, I think, is a real tragedy for the media around the world if that still exists in 2022. You've gone one more than I and actually watched a bit of it. <laughs> well, I, What's it like? What was I, I thought it was really interesting when clearly Harry, I watched a bit of the first episode, clearly Harry has been trying to escape from his family for a long time. I mean, he joined the army for 10 years to get away. He went to war to get away from them. You know, and, and his favourite second father is an African that he spent years going to every year. So, so clearly he hasn't been particularly happy. I think whoever he married, he would have had an excuse to leave. Um, and then he met this fully formed human being who had her own life and, you know, her own way of being. And I think he married his mother. Interesting take, Ella. <laughs> well, we, t- we tend to, don't we? We tend to marry yeah. people who are like the, the parent that we care very much about. We're going to pick up on a bit of this and later we're going to be talking a bit, a bit more about that um, in light of um, just Prime Minister Ardern featuring in the trailer despite not knowing anything about it. Phil O'Reilly. Uh, by the way, uh, keep those tips coming too. I really want to know this. Um, okay, so here we are in the studio. We have the big lights on. Okay, big light. Very bright. But at your home, are you the big light person or, or are you a lamp person? Strong discussions ensue at the Chapman household. I am camp lamp. My wife is camp big light. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not good. Text me 2101, what are you? Phil, I've been thinking. Well, actually, I'm both because I'm as blind as a bat. Anyway, but I've been, what I've been thinking about is barbecue season. Uh, we, we're all about to go through this ritual, this cultural ritual in New Zealand of standing around a barbecue <laughs> with some poor sucker, often me, 
poking aimlessly steak and sausages and God knows right around the barbecue. And it, it has struck me that <clears throat> actually in New Zealand that's a cultural thing because in other countries Christmas is about reindeer or snowmen or something. In New Zealand it's about a barbecue and, and it's very stressful in what I say. If you are useless as a cook and you have strange Uncle Dave, it's always, always men standing around the barbecue, as you know, strange Uncle Dave and Cousin Willie and God knows what, standing around the barbecue, because there's a cultural thing about that. They never talk about the steak, do they? They never say, oh, you, you're, not making, you're making a mistake, you need to turn it over. They look at you as if you should, uh, and it's very stressful. And, and for me, it leads to performance anxiety around, around poking steaks around barbecues. It's awful. So uh, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm looking forward to the challenge, the mental and physical challenge associated with barbecues this season. I can uh, I can just see you with uh, the sausage fork in one hand, uh, the other you got your hands on your hips. You're yep. discussing the latest um, geopolitical policy Correct. coming out of say Singapore, Phil, with your close colleagues or your relations. Have I got it right? Exactly, and of course I'm, I live in Tiaro, so I'm, I've got a very nice craft beer in my hand, of course, you know, from Tiaro. So Good. that's what's happening. Yeah, it's great. Phil O'Reilly and Ella Henry with me this afternoon on the panel. Do stay with us right here on RNZ National.